Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back. This is Young Black and Bothered. I'm Greg. That is Chrissy. We will be having a, I guess, a welcome back show. Y'all probably heard the other episode last week um, on, I think we dropped that on Saturday. So shout out to y'all for listening. If you have already, if you haven't, go check that out. That was basically us explaining why we've taken a, not a leave of absence, but why we honestly just took a break from podcasting. It's not like we just hated each other and we just stopped doing the show. It was just more so lived experiences, right? And I think, again, just to like reference or refer back to that, a lot of the podcasts that I've listened to or I see on like TikTok and Instagram are garbage. And not saying that they're bad podcasts, it's just when I say garbage, I just think that they just really have surface level conversations that mean absolutely fucking nothing. Like those gender wars and the diaspora wars and why can't men do this? Why can't women do this? Like, how about you, know, you pay for the first date? Yeah. And the, the thing is, I know it's going to sound crazy to say this, but it's usually like 23, 24 year olds who have no life experience whatsoever, who are having these podcasts and having these thoughts. And it's like, you know, like you haven't lived enough to, I know it sounds like really old man. It's like, get off my lawn by saying that. But when you when you haven't had experiences and you already like shitting on them, it, it kind of ruins the idea of actually like dating people and getting to know new people. And the fact that we went through an entire pandemic for at least what two or three years for people like, man, I can't wait to get outside and things get back to normal. I feel like we didn't get back to normal. I think it just got worse because people had to sit with themselves and they haven't learned. It just made me think, well, do we really like each other? Because at this point, like, <laughs> that's literally all I'm hearing. Like, would you do this on the first date? Or would you do that on the first exactly. date? Or, I don't care. What, no, actually, all I want at this point right now, who can I go ahead and make a baby with? And I'm being so exactly. real. Like, who can I go out on a, who can I have a conversation with? Because I could probably make a baby with anybody. It's, it's, it's not even a fun fact, but even still, like, who can I have a conversation with? And I don't want to beat them up afterwards. Like, who, what, exactly. what, what is it? How can I go ahead and get on through my day? Who can I complain about my day to versus me going ahead and me picking out, picking this person apart? Whatever the case yep. may be. But yeah, I, I completely agree. I'm sick of, I'm personally sick of the gender war conversation. I want to get off Instagram, but I be so bored. It's nothing else to do. So I just keep scrolling exactly. and I have to grit and bear and pass right through it, pass right by it when I see it. So. Yeah, I, I'm the same way with Instagram. Uh, my sister trying to uh, snitch on me over the weekend, right? So she goes and she explains to me and to the entire family. Oh yeah, great. We be seeing your likes. You like the big booty joint. I'm like, yo, it's not what I like. It's not, it's none of that shit, right? My now. Sometimes it comes across the timeline because if you like one photo or one video, mm-hmm. all of a sudden the algorithm just decides you like butts. Yeah, and ain't nothing wrong with butts, but. It was just like I had to show her my explore page because she thought that, oh, Greg, you just you got a whole bunch of like half naked women on your Instagram. I was like, no, no, I was like, absolutely not. Go and look at it. It's a whole bunch of basketball stuff, a bunch of me. And the reason why is because I repost a lot of the stuff that I look at on Instagram in my story. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's never me posting. Okay, here's this girl twerking. It's always some 
like obscure meme or some like thought or like a basketball video or something like that. Right now we do yeah. have a little private, we have a private group where, you know, the butts are shown, right? So they're, you know, <clears throat> half naked women on Instagram and stuff like that. But we keep that in the guy group on Instagram. No, I was because, say, that's the group chat. That's the group chat. Yeah. So when yeah, we like, about that. that's a private and everybody ain't blurting out their opinion. They're, they're, they're unsolicited opinion about that. But exactly. nonetheless, like ain't nobody, exactly. yeah, I'm sick of that. I'm sick of that shit. Yeah. I try to, t- yeah, I try to tell her, I was like, hey, like the group chat is one thing. And again, we don't do the iMessage. It's just on Instagram because on Instagram, I can turn off my notifications and half the time I don't look at my text messages. Um, I've shown people like screenshots of my phone. I'm like, Greg, how the fuck do you have like over like 1,000? Right now, I have 2,863 unread text messages. Not that I don't love people, not that I don't like talking to people, but I'm in a few like podcast groups and they talk a lot. Shout out to, you know, PodFam with like Shan and Drake and Baylor and Gigi. Like they talk a lot. Like Shan will go and have six messages at like 11 o'clock at night. And I'm like, damn, like, okay, you know, I thought everybody going to bed and, you know, here comes Shan with hers, right? And I mean, that's fine. But then I'm in other groups where it's just, you know, a person will have like a message and then they'll just keep going. Like it'll be like 15 more messages. Right. And they haven't discovered mm-hmm. the art of using voice notes yet where you can just say what you want to say and just drop it. <laughs> and then I also have text messages with those, like what do you call it? Like the, the two factor authorization. And I never actually check that message. I always go and just put the code in automatically on my iPhone. So it doesn't mark it as red. So I probably got at least a thousand of those. Right. But yeah, needless to lot. say, yeah. Um, for, for y'all who have been listening, either like religiously or in passing, shout out to y'all. Y'all are doing amazing. I really fuck with y'all. Um, I think the last time we did a actual podcast episode was that was like August September, and it had to be August. It was definitely yeah. August when I first got home. Yeah, and the thing is, it's not like we haven't had a lot to do because we've had a lot to do. But there's just so much stuff that's happened that I, I can't even like encapsulate 2023. I honestly just want to leave 2023 where it was because <laughs> it, it was an absolute shit show. And then, I mean, you know, like the podcast group knows what happened to me roughly a week or two ago. So that started my 2024. But other people, they started the 2024, like Cat Williams, where they just, you know, they're airing out their grievances, they're saying all the stuff they want to say and just Ooh. being like unapologetic about it, which is dope. Like, I, I really appreciate people. Like, that man had word vomit. Let me tell you something. <laughs> yeah. That's, how, how did you, how did you feel about it? He started it. He started with a bag. He said, everybody's yeah. going to get in trouble because fuck that. Like, and I respect it. I do. I respect it. Especially he kind of, he came on. First of all, Shannon only said, hey, Kat, how are you? And he just said, boom, let's go. Let's That's get it. to it. Like, like boom, exactly. boom, 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 rapid fire. And it didn't even matter. It didn't matter what, who, everybody could have got it. If his mama was standing in like, she would have got it too. Like, bro, nigga shit. But it was funny exactly. to kind of listen to him and then kind of, kind of match it up to what he was saying. I'm like, damn, like, niggas really out here just moving crazy. But the way I feel about it is this, like, speak your truth on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> honestly, I felt the same way. I felt like, you know, with Kat, I know there was some lies in there. Like, I, I feel like some of the stuff has to be fabricated because, again, right, like, you, you're doing this bro, shit. I mean, 3,000 bucks, bro, shut up. You, you, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, this man was acting like he was a track star and shit. Like, it was yeah, so many things that he no. said. Yeah, I'm like, bro, come on. Like, 
some of the stuff I knew it was like the truth. Like when we found out that Steve Harvey, like that wasn't his real hair, I was kind of fucked up about that. I was like, wait a minute, yeah, you trying to tell me that? Up. I was like, nah, that that's his hair still. Like, exactly. Like you trying to tell me the Boosie fade ain't real? How, how, bro? Like how? Right. And come to come to find out it wasn't. So that I mean, that's crazy right. new information for us. But to find out that comics are still in jokes, I think a lot of people were like disgruntled about that and I was like I don't know why I'm mad particularly like, Cedric the Entertainer like nigga what you mean yeah. you are just so foreign shit to double on me that's crazy like well, just kind of well, hearing that ask you a, just, I'm like nah let me ask you a question do you actually think that Cedric the Entertainer is funny though <sighs> listen I think he has the charisma to tell his jokes and that make the charisma makes him funny it's not necessarily that he's funny. I think that he, I think, and he, and then the whole point is like part of being a comedian. Cause I, I'm not gonna bullshit you. Like I, I be watching, I be watching all kinds of stand up. Like I like stand up comedy. And if you don't mm-hmm. give me in the first like five, 10 minutes or whatever, like you're not, you're not good at doing what you do. Like you're not a good storyteller. You're not a good, um, you're not good at, at, at capturing your audience. But the fact Facts. that the matter is, like, you got people that are able to go ahead and, and tell a story and do their thing and, and kind of go, you know, go from go go from one end of the spectrum to the, to the next. And you're just like, damn, that nigga funny. And I think that's part of the reason why we all believe he's funny. I'm not going to say he's not funny, mm-hmm. but I'm also, I'm real kind of like, I went ahead and I looked it up to see whether or not did this nigga really go ahead and, like, steal these jokes? He did. Like, the yeah. whole, the premise of the joke was the same. And yeah. that's disappointing. That's a little daunting. And it kind of like made me feel like, oh, wow, like who else is not original? And who else are you keeping down as a, po- you know, as a part of, you know, trying to elevate yourself? Which I, and one of the biggest things that came out about Cat Williams, like, I don't know if he, 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 if he was telling the truth about him not using drugs. And I don't, at this point, I don't really care. It doesn't seem as if he did or it doesn't seem as if he would but also mm-hmm. like the fact that he elevated other people as he climbed and he still continues to do that like i appreciate that like that's not something yeah. that's not something that you get to hear about and i love that other people he didn't have to do that he went ahead and he said what he needed to say and other people took told their truth about what happened with him Bingo. about how he paid them how he basically kind of you know told him keep going and do your thing and da, 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 da. like I, I love that for him and i love that he did that because that doesn't matter to me even if what he said like even if like 90 percent of what he said was a lie at that point now you got too many people that's like, yeah, that nigga's, that nigga's solid. Like, we good. And it doesn't matter exactly. if he was telling the truth or not. You got too many people that's in your corner to back you and make sure that you tell them or make it sound like you're telling the truth. So, I fuck yeah. with it. And that's how I felt about it, too. Like, you know, with Cat, like, I- I'm not saying, like, I-, I feel like with him, he's funny. Same thing with, like, Senator the Entertainer. But my issue with Senator uh, the Entertainer is the fact that he was funny once. So people just expected him to always be funny. And mm-hmm. that can't be faulted in the truth. Um, same thing with Cat Williams. Like when I saw, um, I, I want to call this, I'm about to completely tank it and call it, uh, was it, it's pimping, pimping or whatever. But mm-hmm. all, all the pimping joints he did with like, they were funny, but then it just started sounding like the same joke. Right. Yeah. And then after he started, like, I guess like he revamped, cause now he's not in like pimp mode. He just like, 
he he looked like the, the dirty uncle now. I know it sounds crazy as fuck to say, but he, he just looked like the uncle at the cookout at this point, right? Like the, the one who right. he can crack, you know, he'll play the dozens with you and all that other shit, but he's also like a realist at the end of the day, which makes me look at comedy different because there were some comics that he like had on his hit list of people he was talking about in that interview. And I was like, Oh, like I already just didn't like this person. Like not as a, like a human, but I just didn't like them because I just didn't think they were funny. Like he didn't talk bad about Mike Epps, but I swear Mike Epps is not funny. Like Mike Epps is not funny to me. Um, all right, relax like, there because he is. He is. That nigga is naturally funny. Like he's not. Na- he's naturally funny. He's like flash funny. Okay. Well, I mean, if if you like it, I love it. All I'm gonna say is when it comes to Mike, <laughs> when it comes to Mike Epps, like he he's um he like Kevin Hart to me, but light skin. He he's uh he body funny, right? Like the his mannerisms with the joke make it funny the jokes themselves they have to be sold i know that sounds crazy as fuck to say but like kevin hart his jokes like if you don't have like the all right all right all right and the, the clap in the hands and shit like that like yeah. the the attention getter the jokes aren't funny right if you put that joke right. on like a chris rock or something like that it's not gonna be funny now, i'm not saying chris rock chris is rock funny. Is not funny he's he's not funny he is now, not chris funny. rock he chris is rock like, is like what would happen excuse me hey exactly. uh, how come he, but yeah, you know, my bad for the white people that are listening. But he is, he yeah. is white people funny. He's not just like Marlon Wayans. He is not funny. He's not. He's funny at the expense of black people. And I don't like. Yes. like did you see? If you ever saw his last, but I couldn't listen to the first like ten, fifteen minutes of it because he just talking about nigga, 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 and it's exactly. it's not. It's it's a Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle situation where you got you got a white audience and they're laughing at you, not with you. They're not. Exactly. They're not laughing because they have the same experience. They're laughing because this is this is some shit. Like, um, they're laughing because this is what they what they believe, or what yep. or, or their their um, preconceived notions, or what they what they've already formulated in their head. He's not funny. He's not. He's yeah, funny just, for money. That's I, what I it is. He's Marlon, funny for money. Yeah, I think Marlon Wayans is like the fifth like funniest uh, Wayans brother. You got like. To me, Keenan was not the funniest, but he was definitely, to me, top three because his comedy was just like, you know, it, it like transcended, right? Then, uh, so for me, if I had the top three, I would put like Damon Wayans, I put Kim Wayans. Um, Sean, surprisingly, like, I just think Sean was just funny just because of the fact that it was just like, not even just the antics, his jokes were like, I'm trying to find like a word for it, but it was just, they were just funny. Like when I watched the Wayans no. brothers, like, but you, Marlon, got, you know like, how you know people that are just like generally funny? Yes. Like he will be one of those things, like he's generally funny, but no. Or other people, yeah. no, that nigga's not funny. Like the rest the rest of the family, yes. It, just like, uh, what's mm-hmm. her name? Shantae? Shantae Wayne? She's yep. okay funny. She just happens to be a lesbian and she happens to be a lesbian stud and she makes funny points, but she's not funny to me. Yeah. She's okay. And Sam J, she's funny as fuck though. That yeah. bitch is funny. And I, I fuck with her. Yes. Yeah. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm, I'm fully. <laughs> oh, somebody said it in the background. They saying the same thing. Yeah. She's like, yes, that yeah. bitch is funny. Yeah. Yeah. But then, for me, I just feel like there's certain, um, like comedians that he talked about. I was going through like my list of like my favorite comedians and like comedians I couldn't stand. And I just, I can't figure out like who my favorite comedians would be on that list. Like Kevin Hart to me. Um, I think once he started actually doing movies, like 
movie movies, not like okay, like Soul Plane or some shit like that. His funny okay. guy, and like he still has moments where he's funny. Like I thought Real Housewives was it Real House Husbands of Hollywood. I thought that was pretty entertaining. Yeah. That was funny, right? Yeah. But it wasn't Kevin Hart that was funny. Yeah, it was like he was funny, but it was the reactions he would get from people who were being serious on the show, right? So that that was one thing for me that was a big thing. Outlandish, the outlandish things that he would say on there, and you just—it's like it's because it's a—I think it's a play on his character, like his outward Mm -hmm. character. So he that that is funny, but like absolutely some of the other stuff, I'm just like, "Mm, I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna listen because it's not, but it's not actually like as funny as we would want it to be. As you want it to be. You know what I'm saying? But like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just talking. <laughs> I'm just talking. So, right there, but. so I'm, I'm going to play these two voicemails and we'll get right back to it. Okay. As a therapist, I can concur that yes, in fact, therapists do need therapists and therapy. Uh, I said the word therapy and therapist way too many times right there. But yes, I agree. <laughs> uh, no problem. Matter of fact, let, let's, let's get into that. We'll, we'll jump back to comedy because, you know, his right. voicemail just right. hit home. Um, so the reason why we named the show like Therapists Need Therapy too is because of the fact that um, I had seen like the there was that girl who she used to be a therapist and she got fired for exposing the guy. He's like a black dude. And she pretty much just put all this business out there. And then she ended up getting fired from being a therapist. And now she's on like this downward spiral of like just doing shit on Instagram. Like she now she does like TikToks and Instagram reels with her, like her titties out, no bra, just a shirt and shit like that. And she's just saying words, just nothing but word salad and shit. Right. And somebody said to me they were like oh yeah she's spiraling out of control like we need to go check on her and stuff like that and it, it just dawned on me it's like yo, like a lot of the therapists that we we think we're going to with our personal problems and shit have more problems than you know on top of the shit that they have to deal with when you come and sit in a chair on a couch right yeah and yeah really but they gotta listen to you and yo you're easy to deal with problem in their mind. Like that. it's easy to deal with problem and I can go ahead and I could solve this with my eyes closed type of deal. Meanwhile, exactly. my house is on fire. Like, and I got to listen to you cry and complain. And I'm not saying like, you know, they don't enjoy what they do. Also, you know, I mean, outside of the fact that I got this degree in it, like, this is what, this is what I, this is what I paid for. So this, we're here now. Like, we're not going to, exactly. we're not going to stop here, but it's like, a, and, and- um, Somebody come Somebody check on me too. And that was interesting to me because, like, I, I know somebody going to feel triggered about what I'm about to say, and I apologize in advance. But I mean, this is the show where you know we are young, black, and bothered. So if you're bothered, just leave a comment, right? But I, I definitely feel like a, a lot of people. When I say a lot, not a large majority. I say maybe twenty percent, or some people that I've seen, they personally go to therapy, not to figure out their problems or figure out the issues they go into therapy because they need somebody to validate the fucked up yeah. shit that they do yeah. and, or the fucked up shit that they're going through like is it, exactly. is it okay for me to be with somebody else's boyfriend like well how do you feel about that bitch because exactly <laughs> How do you like, feel like about what are we? Because I think you should probably not <laughs> exactly like what, what are we doing here like what is the why and I know it's going to sound really, again, it sounds fucked up to say that shit, but ultimately when you think about it, it's like, there are some people who 
they'll tell you, oh, yeah, I've been in therapy for like five or six years. And it's about the same problem, which, again, take the time to figure yourself out. I'm not saying it has to be done in a month or a week or something like that. But there are some people who they will say that they're in therapy and the problem can be rectified because they're using therapy. Like instead of it being a therapist, it's like their best friend. And like, Oh, yeah, let me just go ahead and unpack on you. And the therapist is being paid to essentially like assess you and make sure that they're hearing you out fully. But a lot of people just have personality, like I don't say disorders, but they have personality issues and it's going, I won't say untreated or undiagnosed, but it's definitely some people who are just like red herrings. They are just not, I won't say they're not right, but they're just really fucked up. <laughs> I know that sounds like crazy yeah. as shit to say. Because you're, you're, was... not, you're not saying nothing wrong. You're not saying nothing wrong, but also like you get so I mean, I personally believe that when you when you decide that you won't go to therapy, it's because you cannot dump this stuff. I can't, you know, some of the things I just can't dump on my best friend. Like some of the things I can't give her. I can't, you know, say, Oh yeah, like she's she she good or whatever, because she be having her own issues. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. and you know, but the whole point is like when you go ahead and you get a therapist, because it's easier to tell a stranger your problems than it is to tell some of the closest people that you got. Like it's 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 a lot easier to go ahead and be like, oh yeah, by the way, like this is what it is, blah blah blah, X Y Z. Also, sometimes you need a fresh ear. Like you yep. need a fresh ear to let somebody to to let somebody else tell you, bitch, you are fucking ass. Actually, and but but of course they got the professional voice on and basically telling you, you know, well you may want to go ahead and reevaluate some of your actions. And some of the people that you keep around you, that's, that's before, bitch, you're fucking that. But exactly. of course, like, you're not going to listen to, well, I'm not going to say you're not going to listen to that. That's not what it sounds like. That's not what you're paying them to say to you. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, I get, I get what you're saying, but also I'm not going to dump all, like, I'm not going to dump everything on my best friend, to, especially not after I done dumped it on her 20, 30 times already. Bitch, go talk to somebody else. Cause now at this point you need therapy. Exactly. Yeah, and again, like I'm, I hope I'm not shitting on people by just saying that. Somebody's gonna be offended, that is but what it is. We, yeah, we, yeah, exactly. We have to start getting to the point or getting back to where it was okay to just tell people the truth, because I, I feel like in the past four or five years, we've just either we've been lied to or we've been lying, and we haven't really been telling each other exactly what the fuck it is. The truth. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, me, you know, at the top of that list for sure, I don't want to like center myself, but I've definitely been that person that's like, I'm not telling it the way it needs to be told. Or I haven't been completely straight with people. And it's like, okay, uh-huh. now that I am, it's like, fuck, like it, it's a weight lifted off your shoulders when you realize like, yo, like you, you pretty much told these people or you told that person exactly what it's about or what's to it. And they got to, they got to stand in and eat that shit. I know it sounds fucked up, but it's the truth. Um, yeah. But when it comes to like, therapy i'm not because therapy is expensive like i'm not saying that okay everybody just needs to know that they you know they have you know therapy or something like that but they can also start meditating they can also just honestly not unpack on social media let let, let me start the whole point is it's not even like an unpack on social media type of thing it's a learning how to regulate your own emotions people don't realize that like regulating emotions is a self that's a self thing that's not a you thing. That's a that's a self thing. And when you're going ahead and you're doing your own thing, not even when you're doing your own thing, when you're going ahead and you, example, I just watched a video 
my mama sent this to me about this man that had just went ahead and killed his girlfriend. I'm pretty sure this happened a couple of like a couple of months ago, maybe a year ago. Mm-hmm. He killed his girlfriend and turned around to kill his ex-wife. And then in the video, he says, well, you know, the person that started this mental health stuff was my ex-wife. And I'm like, oh, he just said, he just, he, crazy, crazy. He, just he just relented, like relinquished himself, uh, relinquished all the blame of, of, of how this situation could have gone. Like he went ahead and released himself from the blame and went ahead and blamed somebody else when this is something that he needed to be working on himself. So long story short, um, healing is a self journey. It don't even don't even involve nobody. If you can get somebody else involved, that's great. If you can get a sounding board, that's great. But also like self self healing and self progress and self or whatever the fuck the case may be. This is a that's a you thing, bro. Like that's not a that's yeah. not it's not a community community project. Like you gotta fix you before before anybody else try to fix you. You know what I'm saying? Facts. But I, I just I hope people aren't again offended. Somebody gonna be mad, but it, it just honestly is what it is. Um mm-hmm. as somebody who has done therapy and you know, I won't say figured everything out, but it's definitely one of those things where it's like you have to go in there knowing that you want to actually correct the error of your ways. And even if it's not an error, you need to be able to not leave with something, but definitely just own what you've said. Always, and own. There's always something to leave with, like yeah. from therapy. It's always some people, something to leave. But some people just leave, you know, they use therapy as, again, just like a, a peer mediator. They're not, they're not even a therapist. It's like, all right, I'm just going to talk my shit for an hour and a half or, you know, 60 minutes. And it's just going to be what it's going to be. I said what I said. Right. You know, it is what it is. And I, that just, to me, it's, it's really fucked up that that's what we've gotten with people. I don't want to say abusing therapy, but it's just definitely one of those things where it's like, oh, this is just who y'all are. Then. You don't really need therapy. You yeah. need somebody to, to fix you. So, also validate that you weren't wrong or whatever the case may be. You want to have somebody tell you that you're wrong, or you want to have somebody to govern. Because we're not kids no more. Like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say like kids don't go to therapy, but also the adults that go to therapy. Like it's a lot of times we are looking for somebody to say like we are not the wrong party. Mm-hmm. We need somebody to say it's okay for you to feel like that. Literally, all of my therapy sessions have been it's okay for you to feel like that. And also, what do you want to do about that? That's that's the piggyback. That's the the kickstand with it. So how exactly. are you gonna how are you gonna cope with that? How are you gonna what are you gonna do with that? You know, what's your plan and mm-hmm. everything. So it's not like it's not something where where we as a people are like, oh yeah, like this is this is this is all your fault, or we we're relying completely and solely on the therapist that they or they sh- the therapist does their job and basically kind of reflecting. What exactly are you going to be doing with it? But like I said, in turn, in turn, listening to your minimal bullshit ass problems, because a lot of times it be bullshit. You can go mm-hmm. to, you can talk to your mama, you can talk to your best friend, you can talk to, you can talk to as many people as you need to in order for you to go ahead and be validated. But this person that you didn't pay $350 an hour for to mm-hmm. go ahead, because yes, they out there. This person yeah. that you didn't pay to listen to. Uh, to listen to you or whatever, you you feel much more validated. And 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 I also have found that people once they find once they find out that they have a name for what they're feeling, then that's when they're like, oh, I'm gonna go rampant with this because yep. this is where we are with it. This is what I had. This is what and they go my 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 anxiety, my depression, my my everything. Yep. This is the reason for everything. This is the reason for 
And a lot of times, like, people aren't necessarily going ahead and taking taking the um, responsibility, the level of responsibility that they should. Not saying that everybody is like this, but I'm saying there's a lot of people that don't necessarily mm-hmm. take the level of responsibility that they should. Once they have, once once their new toy has a name, oh, it's over. It's over. Exactly. And again, like you said, like that you you mentioned, like self accountability and stuff like that. A lot of people, I don't want to say they don't have it; they have it. But if nobody's going to be there to say, you know what, like, what about what you did to that person, or how do you think you right. made that person feel? It's never a. I never thought about it like that. It's always a. Well, what about me? It's all. It's always going to be that. And if it's always going to be that, then you're never going to get to a point where that person feels like they've done anything wrong. And I'm, again, right. this is a small cases. It's not all all the time where it's like, okay, everybody got these. You know, you know, when it comes to therapy, oh, well, you have a therapy issue. You need therapy. I'm like, no, like some people do need therapy in a in a major way. Um, there are some people who I know for a fact abuse that shit. And somebody's like, well, who are you to judge? And it's like, no, they'll tell you. <laughs> like, the, the right. right people will tell you when they abuse the shit out of their therapy. I had, you know, had a friend who, you know, would call everybody else a narcissist. And it's like, yo, there's no fucking way. Everybody in the world is a narcissist, but you just sitting out here and, yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you go without any, you know, consequence. It's any just everybody money. else's fault. Yeah, it's it's always somebody else, which is it's nasty work, but it's it's just how some people function, and I don't personally like it. So, you know, I, I just really want to touch on that really briefly, mainly because I saw why well, I, I still see because she still continues to do it. Like homegirl is like spiraling, and she's spiraling for social media, which is like scary as fuck because like no nobody's going to well, I don't say nobody, but it's going to be a smaller amount of people, smaller volume of people to reach out to her and just ask her, is she okay? But it's more people just watching for entertainment. They're like, hey. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, y'all saw that? Like, exactly. Y'all, like, y'all, y'all see what the fuck is happening? Exactly. Y'all see her acting a fucking nut? Well, guess what? <laughs> like, just, you know, as long as the cameras are rolling, people going to be entertained, right? And, you know, I, my mm-hmm. grandmother always says this. She was like, you know, if people have an audience, they're going to perform. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. They can't be farther from the fucking truth because I, I've seen it. I've definitely seen people do that. But with social media, it's so like crazy because you look at it. He's like, oh, these people are, I don't even say they're spiraling. Like some of these people just do it for attention. Like I think homegirl, and this is my okay. personal opinion. I feel like she's doing that shit because she knows for a fact that it's attention for her. It's something that, mm-hmm. you know. It's how can I put it? It's just something she knows for a fact that she's going to get off easily with. She's like, all right, great. Like, you know, I, I can get the attention as long as people are watching, which is, again, just nasty for me to even see. So th- there's that on that. Um, if people feel out they feel, then whatever. Right. Um, what else do we have? Um, so I'm in a bit of positive news. So there was two positive like news pieces I want to just like briefly talk about. So there were two black like male teens who had like I guess made history. They both earned their bachelor degrees while still in high school. Now we hear about this every once oh, in a wow. while. Yeah. So shout out to them. Uh basically I want to get their names right. So they enrolled at Geo's Academy's 21st Century Charter School and are set to graduate both high school and college this year. So the two uh men Abram Lewis and Kaya Nujambe, hopefully I said their names right, they're both from Gary, Indiana. They're graduating with their bachelor's degrees actually before they graduate high school. So they have a, that's crazy. They're going to have their bachelor's before they have their diplomas. So they took on college classes as high school kids and then they acknowledged 
that the workload was like a high demand or whatever, and they still found a way to have extracurricular activities, right? So mm-hmm. uh, one of the kids, he was, ba- you know, he's a basketball player and he also does gymnastics. And they didn't say what the other uh, kid does, but both of them will have four associate degrees collectively and have the eyes set on going to medical school. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it makes you think it's like, damn, well, like, I'm not, I'm what, what, what would I do with my kids? Be my, yeah, I'm not a little hockey dude to be my doctors. Ain't no, I'm not even opposed to it. Go on ahead. Have yeah. Like, if that, and I know we, we usually hear often about like the, the negative shit that like kids do and teenagers do and stuff, but it's like, just think about all the positive shit they do too. Like, th- mm-hmm. this piece of news is like, it's fire. Um, but I, I didn't want to just land with that because they're, <laughs> you know, ju- black people doing good things, right? So there's a black woman who mm-hmm. also makes history. She earns two doctrine degrees in one year, uh, <laughs> which is crazy. Uh, uh, that makes yeah. doing them at the same time. Exactly. So Teresa Dobby, who is an accomplished scholar from Chicago, Illinois, has achieved this extraordinary academic feat that stands a testament to her unwavering determination and resilience. So even though she, I guess they had to, I don't want to say play it, but they definitely had to mention that she had like financial hardships and personal challenges. She completed mm-hmm. two postgraduate degrees from Walden University and McCormick Theological Sem- uh, Seminary within six years, mm-hmm. culminating in a remarkable double doctorate achievement. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. Damn, just shout out to them, man. Like that. Stuff like that is what I wish I could see on like social media and Twitter more. The fact that I got to go find articles like that is crazy. Um, cause I can definitely find, okay, Florida man did this or, or what happened in DC, right. but two articles like that was just, I was like, let me just bring a little bit more peace to, I guess, to the show before we get into the shits, right? So that, that was a little bit of positivity before we get into the meat and the potatoes of the show, right? And this episode mm-hmm. is going to be short, but it's going to be majorly about DC. We talk about it at length every once in a while, but it's it just gotten ugly in DC. Um, more recently, outside of you know, it's snowing yesterday. We had a little like snowstorm here um, in the DMV area. Now there are teenagers going and holding up Seven Elevens, mm-hmm. and yeah, they're holding up Seven Elevens, taking the surveillance footage. Mm-hmm. And prying open the ATMs, taking all the money. Yeah, yeah. We, we we've yeah, officially I'm... reached the point where kids just stop. If they if they weren't giving a fuck before, yeah, they, they have nothing to lose. I know that sounds really crazy. To say. I always thought that was a joke when people said that. Like, man, these kids ain't got nothing to lose. No, they really don't have any fucking thing to lose. Yeah. They're going and stealing, and it's not like they're stealing from the AT, like the actual drawer at Seven Eleven. They're going and going into the ATM, and like they're holding up though. So they're holding up the ATM or holding up Seven Eleven and robbing people. What you get? That Again, is wild to me because, first of all, <laughs> what I was doing at 16, 17, exactly. just Listen. trying to, I'm trying to pass chemistry and physics and shit. These little niggas out here just, you know, let me go ahead and get this lick, one or yep. two, or maybe three of them. Like, I can't imagine, like, what they're going through. I can't imagine, like, what they, you know, the things that they, they feel like they need to, I can't imagine why they feel like they would need to do that. Like, yeah, but that's the thing, like, what, like, I don't want to say these kids are bored because somebody be like, man, these kids ain't bored. Because 
again, we don't know. I just think there's no consequence. Um, one of my coworkers, You're old right. coworkers, they, they said some shit to the effect of, well, I mean, we just going to have to start, you know, like, well, how do you put it? He was like, some of these kids just ain't going to make it. We just going to have to go and just start shooting back. And I was like, ain't no fucking way. We've gotten to the right. point where it's like, y'all, like, they really want to just start shooting kids. Which, uh, again, I, I'm sure that there's a scenario or a, a case-by-case thing with stuff like that. But the way that he said it, it was so matter-of-factly like, hey, you know what? Some of these kids ain't going to make it. I was like, get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> some of these kids yeah. ain't going to make it. It sounded like a good vast majority ain't gonna make it at hey. this point because if they outside yeah. doing doing crazy stuff, and then the whole point is, of course we we you know we wanna the the first question that come to mind is where's their parents at? But we know where their parents is. We know where they exactly at. in the house or drugs or they at work or like they that part they busy doing other things other than sending to you know not saying not saying that they bad people they doing other things that's not oriented around a kid. And I right. say that, you know, that you can go ahead and you can govern your teenager as, as, as you know, you can't do... I'm going to say this. Ronnie, Ronnie made sure she knew where I was, when I was, how I was at all times. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> that's worth her being the police for 30 years. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not impossible. It's not impossible. I'm not going to say that it's, it, it, you know, it's everybody's uh, sworn duty to do or whatever the case may be and also ma'am where are you sir where are you what are y'all doing and why y'all not why y'all not tennis up what y'all done created y'all know and that bad, that bad. y'all know y'all kids is bad y'all know y'all kids is fucking bad at this point that right there y'all do so yeah. what are you where are you at and why are you letting them just roam around roam about the country roam about the city thinking that this is okay yeah. it's not okay so- and th- that's what's so funny to me. I was li- like last night, right? So I go and I pick up some food. So I'm going to pick up some food while I'm waiting. We're like, I'm just sitting there talking to the person that's also waiting on their food to be made or whatever, right? And there was two girls that were sitting down. And I guess the guy thought that they were attractive. So he goes to talk to them or whatever. And he's standing there with, for about like 10 minutes. And he comes back to me. He was like, bro, he was like, yo, like these women are kind of lost, blah, 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 blah. The girl was like, I guess. I guess she was like celebrating her 23rd birthday, according to him, right? He was like, yeah, she's celebrating her 23rd birthday. But like, she, she kind of fucked up. She got three kids. She's 23. And, you know, she's talking about she's out here thugging and all that. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what does all this mean, right? Can you explain this to me? And he was like, yeah, man. He was like, man, this generation, these girls are just lost. You know, they, they just want niggas to fuck on. I was like, okay. So I, I don't know about all that, bro. This just seemed like an extreme that you... You, you pretty much, you putting on airs for everybody, right? Like, you just pretty much, you took one scenario and just made, you know, applied it to her and everybody else, which, again, may or may not have been true. And, and what he was saying was, yeah, like, these these women or these people, men and women alike, he was like, yeah, they're going to have these kids all early. He was an older dude, which I thought was ironic, too. So he was like, yeah, these, you know, these young kids, they're going and they're having these kids prematurely, but they want to hang out, and their kids want to hang out, too. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, yeah, bro, like, the, you know, these kids will be like 16, 17, but their parents be 34, 35, and they all hanging out together and shit. But I was like, so what happens with the crime in DC? He's only talking about DC, which was, again, crazy. He says that, well, the reason why the kids are so bad in the streets now is because their parents aren't out. Their parents are hanging out, going places and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, I'm 36. Say goodbye 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. So I'm not saying that it's not true. I'm just saying that if you are, I say if you are 36, you have like a teen, a preteen or a teenager. I'm almost certain like the reason why your kid is being bad or the reason why your kid is doing the things they're doing. It's not because you aren't at home or because you out living your thirties. Right. I, I don't think that can be true. The reason why I say that is because like for us, like I'm 36, my, my mom and I are 20 years apart. Right. So when I would say, well, if I was what, 12, she was what, 32. Right. So I know for a fact, my mom, and I'm just not using her because like, she's the, like the apex. So she's the only person that this has ever been with. I'm like, okay, I'm sure my mom went to the club. But just because she went to the club doesn't mean that, oh, well, I should go and start fucking robbing ATMs. You know what I mean? Like, it, it just doesn't correlate to me, which, again, somebody would say, well, Greg, you know, it's not the same thing. But I was like, that's what y'all pretty much painted it out to be, though. You painted it out to be like, OK, well, the reason why the kids are being so bad is because their parents don't have the time for them or the parents don't have, you know, a moment to breathe or something like that because of that. I think and this is my personal take. The reason why the kids are being so fucking crazy is because they were stuck in a house for fucking two, three years. They don't, I won't say they don't have people skills, but they definitely didn't get any developed in that two or three, you know, year time frame. And the reason why I say that is because there's some kids who, what, in the last year or two have graduated high school and they pretty much went through high school, not, you know, I won't say not seeing their friends, but kind of being boxed in like, okay, you got to wear these masks, got to deal with social media a certain way. You got to be around, um, you know, your parents seven, eight hours a day because of the fact that most people were working from home. Schools were, you know, remote. So that could be a factor. But also with D.C., um, I have to put a little bit of blame on the mayor. And as much as I don't like shitting on her, it just definitely feels like for her to be the mayor of D.C., she's a little bit out of touch with not the community, but just the how can I put, it's not the community. It's the actual parts of the city. Because she resonates with like the Palisades and all the the good parts of D.C., but the parts of D.C. she wouldn't be seen after midnight. She's just not there. She won't know. Like she didn't know that Gallery Place and Metro Center were not the same fucking metro station. Like anybody who has ever looked at a metro map would know that she didn't, and she's the fucking mayor. So when people are saying, hey, the crime is rampant in D.C., people are breaking into cars and shit like that, and her first thought is, you know what we should do? Give people air tags. And I'm like, but most people got iPhones. So whenever you have an iPhone, or I'm sorry, you have an air tag that's with you, that's not yours, guess what? Your phone's going to tell you, hey, by the way, you're traveling with an air tag that's not yours. So it's going to stop somebody from, you know, if they have common sense to be like, all right, this car's being tracked. Let me just go ahead and just get the fuck out this car. But her logic was, hey, let's just go ahead and... Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, okay. Sorry. It was interesting and it, like, disconnected me. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. But 
Yeah, I mean, I'm I just I don't want to shit on her completely, but she definitely has some faults, and I'm hoping that this is her her last term. Uh, I don't know how many terms a DC mayor can get, uh, mainly because I mean I lived through Fenty and I lived through uh, Homeboy like my entire life. So again, they could probably have unlimited terms for all I know. But with Mario, I'm not saying she's a bad mayor. She's definitely just at that point where she's like the city's too far gone, and it's it's bad to the point where. Now people who live in Baltimore like, hey, I ain't coming to D.C. I'm going to fuck crazy there. And it used to historically be the opposite way. It used to be, oh, Baltimore? Oh, I'm not going over there. What the fuck I look like going to Baltimore? Did you see the wire or something like that? Now people like, hey, people who live in D.C. are like, yo, they don't come out after 6 o'clock. Oh, yeah. You got businesses yeah. now in D.C. that are like, hey, um, by the way, uh, we can't help it. And I'm sure somebody would say that's everywhere. But it's like, no, in D.C. it's different. I'm seeing more videos of people just, you know, just stealing shit out of stores and walking out because the security guards now just know, don't follow them. Don't go in, like, you know, don't trail them or anything like that because if they hurt you... Listen, listen. If they thought... Exactly. Like, I think it's probably one of the reasons why I hated H&M, like, all my, like, late, like, teen years, early 20s is because... Regardless, like me, like when I would go into H and M, I always felt like I was being watched. It was like the white store, right? It was like the white store before the niggas took it over, right? Mm. And when we would go in H and M, they would just look at us like, "How oh, fuck you out here?" And it would be somebody who looked just like us that be looking like, "Yeah, these niggas about to steal." And I was like, "Bro, I'm just coming in here to get a pair of jeans or a shirt." Actually, I never get a pair of jeans from H and M, but like a shirt or something like that, something simple, right? I had to, I had to clarify because. Yeah, nobody's wearing any jeans. Like, shirts, you be like, all right, I got to go out for the night or something like that. And if yeah. you worked in the city or something like that, yeah, I, I got to go to H&M because everything else, nobody's going to Old Navy for a shirt or some shit like that. Everybody's going, you know, you go to H&M or you go somewhere like that, right? But yeah, it's, just, it's gotten bad in the city. It's gotten so bad that when people ask me, do I want to go out? In the city? I'm like, nah, I, I'll see you on the line. I'll be on the, like, the Maryland side. I'll go out. And like Laurel, Lanham, I go to Bowie if I need to. But outside of that, you will not catch me there. And it's not that I hate the city. It's just the city's too expensive. One of my friends yeah. came into town on Friday and they, what, what did he say he was coming from? He's like, he, he, his girlfriend and him, they were in Philly and then they came down to D.C. going back to Georgia. And he's like, oh, we just stopped over in D.C. for the night just to hang out, have a couple drinks, have dinner. He was like, great, we had two drinks and it was $60. I was like, see, yeah. shit like that. What the, what the fuck? 60 bucks? $60 yeah, for two drinks? <laughs> Meanwhile, me and El Paso, I done got that one hand. No lie. Almost, I done paid for at least 20 shots. It's $20. Exactly. I thought, oh, this is El Paso good for something. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I know you, like, you ultimately said, like, you didn't really like El Paso or whatever, but. I would never like, go back, actually. I, y'all have to take me as a hostage. Run a okay. I, 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 could, mm-hmm. I could see that. Like, that's how I feel about, um, what is it, like, San Jose? Not San Diego, but San Jose. Like, um, I, I could not do it. Um, like, it's just something yeah. about that area. Same thing with, um, with not San, uh, San Francisco. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. went to San Francisco. And I, it's not that I, I'm shitting on San Francisco. I just like it. It was when I went. It was the, the smell, the homeless people, the hills. It was just so much shit. And I was like, bro, like how do you live this way? And I'm not saying it was like they were living in the slums or some shit, but it was definitely one of those things where it's like, no. But I mean, I see the same thing in New York, though. When I see New York, I'm like, yo, these motherfuckers is, 
bro, like they got they tell you don't sit on a certain part of the train because people just pissing in the corner. Like, you know what? Y'all yeah, go wild. ahead and have yeah, you go have fun with that getaway shit. Me, on the other hand, I'm gonna be over here. And if it sounds bougie, guess what? It is. Because <laughs> I, I know a little bit better and that ain't it. So <laughs> that's a dub for me. Um mm. what, what we got another voicemail, so I'm, I'm going to hit this other voicemail, and then I, I don't really think we have much for this first episode. Um, I was going to touch on the Juice World thing, but honestly, like, I'm going to just let, you know, God rest the dead and just leave that alone, because that story kind of pissed me off, so I don't even want to touch on that. Um, I'm not going to touch on Lincoln University, because I'm waiting for that story to kind of pan out a little bit more, and then um, the fact that most Def was saying that Drake's music is ideal for, like, shopping at Target. I think... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I agree <laughs> but sometimes the shit be jamming um i do think drake a little yeah. bit emotional right now because the shit been flopping but i, I mean know. i don't know i think we just expecting drake to do old drake like yeah. mixtape drake when this thing was like in his 30s like early late, late 30s when That's he that nigga's tired like but he's yeah. doing with the like even still, he don't want to have to put on what's that girl name? Sexy Red. And I can't yeah. stand her. But he don't put her, I can't on, stand her either. Um, on his album. And th- I'm going to say it's, it's lazy, but I still I fuck with the album. It was lazy, but yeah. I fuck with the album. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to hold you. I think we've gotten to that point where, well, I say we, meaning like the culture, not everybody. So, you know, forgive me for saying this. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, me included, will listen to an album once or twice and we just dignify that album as what it is if it's fire it's fire if we hate it we hate it and we won't return yeah. to it not realizing that you know what if you just sat with it a little bit it would grow on you and that's for me that Drake album I really liked it um, and it wasn't because of the fact that I didn't like the um, the Honestly Nevermind album it was just I didn't like that one it was, I didn't it like was it doing it was. It sounds like I'm supposed to exercise. That one. It sounds like I'm supposed to be like in the gym doing like a spin class or some shit. Yeah. Like that album. What, yeah. But the well, rest that was of that was like, music. Yeah, that was, was, was music. So definitely, it really was. But that that album, I didn't mind. I didn't mind it. And when he came back, and I had to go back, and I had to do some Drake research mm-hmm. and see that Drake has never really referred to females as bitches. He yep. did it. <laughs> He did yep. it maybe like five or six times in all of his albums. Like, yep. Right. In all of his albums, I had to go back and make sure. I was like, I don't think I've ever heard him say, bitch, you, you know, you're getting what you deserve, blah, 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 whatever. On some raggedy, you know, raggedy, bitter shit. Now that mm-hmm. I've heard it, and I'm like, oh shit, this nigga is really like, he, he might he might just be in this wilderness. And he probably is, because we're out here flourishing, having babies and shit. But whatever. Like, <laughs> That's not, I don't know. I just don't, I don't feel like that's a, I feel like he's still, he's still trying to be, he's a daddy. And I, I'm not saying like parents aren't relevant, but he's trying to be relevant in the way that he was in his 20s versus in exactly. his 30s. Yeah, well, so. you got to stop hanging out with Lil Yachty because the, yeah. the, the, the paint the nails thing, all, all that's a lot for me. And I mean, we done seen Drake in, in multiple fate. We done seen Drake in the gym. We done seen Drake with Dre, uh, with fucking uh, Braids. We done seen him with the shortcut, with the the heart in his in his uh like hair and shit. I'm like, oh, we we done seen a lot of variants of this dude, which is what good that he like. Drake. Yeah, we done said fat Drake, skinny mm-hmm. Drake, in love mm-hmm. Drake, hating Be women Drake, Drake, breakup Drake. Yeah, bro, like we've been through a lot of levels with Homeboy, but yeah. I just I really hope that. 
you know, people, I won't say get that man grace, but I, I definitely hope that people just see, leave you know. Leave him alone. Just leave him yeah. alone. Like, let him go ahead. If you fuck with his music, cool. Like, if you don't, okay, cool. Like, leave yeah. it alone. Leave it alone. Oh, like, yeah. that nigga trying to and make all, money. This is what he do. This is his livelihood at this point. Leave him alone. Let him do what he do. Just like, you know, people just like, <laughs> as, hate, as much as I hate to say it, leave sexy right alone. If yeah. this is, if she got an audience, if she got people that fuck with her, leave her alone. Let her do what she do. Exactly. Okay, go ahead. But at this point, like, it's not even something where, like, it's none of my, a lot of this is none of my business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, a lot of these conversations are none of my business. But it's okay. You know like, what? It's, it's, it's time. I, I have to agree with that. And it's, it's not an age thing. It's definitely one of those things where it's like, I don't feel like arguing with people who probably haven't even yeah. listened all the way through. Yeah. Um, like, this is uh, trash. And, Girl, shut yeah, up. Because you're a because the nigga you a bitch. Be quiet. Don't exactly. worry about but, it. If, it here, if you're not talking to you, then that's not your name. Like, don't worry exactly. about it. But a lot of people have selective outrage, though, Chris. Like, what, um, I was on Instagram. I made a comment about uh, a restaurant that was over there by the wharf. Right now, as long as you and I have been in D.C., and we, we've moved away, we've come back, we, we, there's certain parts of town we know for a fact have been gentrified to the point where it's like, yeah, like, it's gentrified, so I don't want to hang there, but now we've got to the point where they've been gentrified and blacks are like, hey, like, when I say blacks meaning us, right, we've gone back, and we go and patronize that shit, right, so it's like, okay, we go and patronize these, like, the wharf, so we would go and patronize it because of the fact that it's like, okay, that's, that was what we used to do, like, we used to go down to the wharf, and white people hate that shit. So when they see us, they'll be like, these niggas are down here, right? So I made a comment about how unsafe the wharf is, right? And the guy was like, oh, you must not be from D.C. I was like, no, trust me. The wharf ain't never been safe. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. the wharf is... It's That's what you in Southwest. You in the heart of motherfucking the hood. Like, in a fucking way, you, start, you about to tell me Southwest just all of a sudden became safe. What they got, yeah. and it doesn't help that one D is literally around the corner. But you're not going to tell me that all of a sudden they got more police presence when the yeah. damn police station is around the corner from the wall. No, you never exactly. do that. So I had to actually. It's still, it's still just as wild as it was before y'all decided to knock these these buildings down and go ahead and make the boats go away. Like it's still exactly. crazy. It's just and it's more outrageous, and we're hearing more about it because the population is different. Never mind that it's several hoods, several hoods that still still there. in that area. Never still mind there. the fact that 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 area is 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 and will always forever yeah forever will be still ghetto. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say like it's bad, like it's it's nice. It is nice, but yeah. also it's crazy out there. Like don't yeah. no, don't act brand and new I, just because you got new scenery. Don't do that. Yeah, and. I think when you tell people that, like, the, the the joke I made was about, like, okay, yeah, y'all got all the, like, um, concierge, you got the valet and stuff like that, but I was like, is valet going to walk me to my car, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the reason for this, the reason why I made the comment is because at the wharf, this is maybe, like, two months ago, um, but we didn't have it on the show. I, I had it as a topic I wanted to bring up, but I just forgot about it, but luckily we're talking about it now, is... At the wharf, there was a robbery, right? Like, this was at night, maybe like 8, 9 o'clock at night. People eating dinner, walking around the wharf and shit like that. Group of teenagers, right? Like 10, 15 teenagers just hang, hanging out and everything like that. People come out of restaurants. A black, like, like a black sedan comes up, gets out. Uh, dudes, probably kids or teenagers or whatever, 
that live in the neighborhood, right? Live in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. They come to, they go out, you know, around a little roundabout at the war. They get out, rob everybody for their phones, wallets, keys, all this mm-hmm. shit, right? So my comment was about a restaurant at the war. And they were talking about, oh, yeah, we're still open, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, y'all gonna walk me to my car, though? Y'all got security? Because, <laughs> uh, again, they got, yeah, but they got robbed right in front of the restaurant, though. It wasn't like they got robbed at their car, at the parking lot. They got robbed right outside the restaurant, which means these motherfuckers have no fucks to give. None. But the whole point is, y'all have to be cognizant of the fact that this is the old something where the Zanzibar used to be. Exactly. And the Phillips, the Phillips restaurant. And what other um, club was it? was another club that was over there. Like, let's be clear. We still, it's the same shit, different day. Same shit, different yep. day. Relax. Everyone relax. Just like Ibiza. Went to Ibiza one, one year for my birthday. What happened? My best friend is in the car. And they bust out my mama's car windows. Why she in the car? Like, oh, didn't realize this is still a high and auto area. Didn't know that. Didn't know that at all. But they went ahead and they put a new club around there. And they're like, oh, this is nice. This is smart. No, it's still pastry. It's still mm-hmm. pastry. It's still, you still out here doing stupid shit. You still can go ahead and roll up on a crackhead any, at any given moment. And you can still yep. go ahead and pull up on a prostitute at any given moment. This bitch is still going to try to get in your car. It's not a big deal. Like, bro, when no, yeah. <laughs> I told, um, uh, I forgot who, who this dude was. He, he was just like some guy on the metro. And he was talking to me about like DC. And he had named a part of the city. He, he was talking about Noma, right? And then he was like, oh, yeah. He was like, we're going to go eat dinner over on, um, it was like some, it was supposed to be like a steakhouse or whatever, right? And I was like, oh, well, where's this? And I've never heard of this. He's like, oh, it's on Oki Street. I was like, Oki Street, where the fuck? I was like, why does that shit sound so familiar to me, right? Like, I'm like, I know what Oki Street is. I was like, yo, I, I feel like I've been on that street before. I had to Google it. It was fucking Club Love. They turned that shit into like, white people central right where they got like you know like restaurants they got like art like painting and shit they got axe stone i was like ain't no fucking way i was like oh mm-hmm. this is different so i told him i was like yeah like you know they used to have homeless people out there i was like i used to pay a dude like ten dollars every friday night where i used to go to love just to make sure that my car was safe right okay. he was like right he was like it's not like that anymore <laughs> yeah. but the funniest part about it was homeboy said oh it's not like that anymore it's cleaned up i was like no it's not no i was like no it's not like yeah, when i found I out that they, no, it's not. and then they got these new type of these new age fucking police like i'm not mm-hmm. that funny when i say you got new age police like yep. you got the youngins that still don't know what to do you got dummies I'm, and i'm not saying that they didn't do this back in the day you got dummies going to jail for fucking uh sex trafficking like trafficking yep. human trafficking and shit like yep. <laughs> This your job. Okay. You literally are supposed to be the police. Like, what do you do? Whatever. But, Whatever. That's yeah. none of my business. Yeah, but just again, one more reason why when it come to DC, I won't be going. People are like, Grant, you sure? Yeah. I'm like, nigga, I, y'all have fun with DC. Y'all, y'all have fun with DC. Like, I, I, I can't do it. They were like, where's three places you know for that you would not go on a Friday, Saturday night? DC, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, not, uh, New York in the winter, which is definitely a no. Absolutely fucking not. And last but not least, I was like, I'm trying to think. Like maybe I, I would say Miami, but if I do go to Miami, it gotta be with the right crowd. And somebody like, what's the right crowd in Miami? I'm like, honestly, if if it's the friends you've known forever and y'all know how y'all act and interact, cool. But if you hang out with a group of new people, like 
coworkers or some people that you ain't, you know, you don't know too well. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Should you get real hairy real mm-hmm. quick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I got yeah. uh, one of my homeboys. I, I think I talked about this before, uh, just privately, whatever, when we were talking about the bachelor party he wants to go on. Like l- l- love my friend mm-hmm. to death, bro, but he, he wants to have his bachelor party. Like he's already married, right? And that, that's not a big deal. But I told him, I was like, Yo, I need to know now about this bachelor party. I need to know what's going to happen now so I can be prepared. Ain't no way I'm going to let my husband have a bachelor party and we already married. <laughs> you better go well, uh, on a again, boys trip. <laughs> again, I, when, when, I, when I said that, I, I, everybody looked at me like I was crazy, right? Like in the group. It, but here, here we are now, right? We found this out in December and he was like, either it's going to be in February or it's going to be in July. Don't be, let me know, right? And we were like, okay, it's going to be like somewhere called uh, like, you know, like cost effective, right? Is it going to be somewhere in the States, like Florida, Houston, or something like that? Guys were throwing out ideas that I thought were pretty nice, right? Boy, when I tell you, say, no, we're going international. No, the fuck, we're not. <laughs> no, the fuck, we're not. Uh, and let me explain to you why the fuck we're not. Um, international. <laughs> and then if I told you that it's international, but it's a three day trip. No. Because you got no. all day with travelers. That's stupid. A day. You literally with... are going to be there one day. No. One day. One day. That means you're going to spend probably $2,000. Because, again, the shorter the trip, I, I, I know people going to hate the fact that I'm going to say this, but it's the truth. The shorter the stay, the more money you pay. Like, yeah. anybody will tell you that shit. If you go to Miami for a three-day weekend, your hotel is probably going to be, what, between 150 and 180. People are like, oh, that's not a lot of money. It is when you realize, like, most of the Miami hotels that you're going to pay that price for got bed bugs and shit. FYI. Like, they don't clean them fucking sheets. They come in there, they adjust them shits, they may strip them. Them motherfuckers don't get washed. And, mm-hmm, again, right. that's, a, that's, a, that's another reason why I haven't been back to Miami. Like, I swear to God. Like, one of the main reasons, because when just now we were like, all right, you know, one of our first ever like trips together and shit was we went to Miami. She had friends down there from college. So she's like, all right, cool. We can go and enjoy the beach and all this other stuff. We're going in there, have a great time outside. When we get to the hotel mm-hmm. or whatever, first, first fucking room we get got blood on the sheets. I'm like, what the fuck is this, oh. bro? I was mm-hmm. like, what is this? And I'm thinking this. Yeah. And it's, it's human blood. So I'm like, oh no. Oh no. What, what is this? We had to change. <laughs> They're like, oh, we'll change your room. No, we're going to change hotels. How about that? What the fuck are we doing here, bro? And then, when we found out why it was blood there, you would think, okay, it wasn't like a massacre of blood. It was just like trails of blood. Whenever you see trails of blood on sheets, more than likely, it's, it, it's not like some like crazy like murder shit. It's bed bugs. And they were eating at your ass while you were asleep. We pulled back that sheet, and I swear to God, I said, you know what? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, th- I threw away the clothes I, I had on. <laughs> I, had to, I, I had to throw away the clothes I had on and everything. I told myself, yo, and it's not that Miami's bad, but there's definitely moments in Miami like, hey, fuck no. Like, the price of everything outside of the bed bugs, nightclubs, $40, $50 to get in. For what? Expensive. <laughs> to get in? That's crazy. To get in. $40, I'm not dollars no more. Yeah. Well, I'm going to pay you $40, <laughs> $50 to get in. Then, like, I used to, like, when I used to, like, really want to drink and shit like that, they had the two-for-one drinks. That was cool. The two-for-one drinks, the issue with those drinks, though, is... You got to finish them both before you can get up. You can't just go like on Bourbon Street or something like that and just walk around Bourbon Street with a drink. No, Miami, if they give you the two for one drinks, they came in like a fucking a fishbowl. You got to drink that shit, both of them. And then you got to go. Right. 
So now you just right. drunk staggering around Miami and shit. People <laughs> trying to sell you weed and cocaine and everything. Like, no, I, I want no parts. Oh, no. Bro. You, I swear, it, it, it just is what it is. But again, I, I tell anybody who listen, y'all go and y'all have all the fun in the world with like Florida, um, DC at night. Like, I know how much people love U Street and shit. Mm-mm. After I seen roaches crawling on a bar on U Street, I said, we're done here. We're, we're fucking done here. We're not doing that. Um, it's not that my standards have become bougie. It's just more so a lot of these establishments that have all these rules and regulations, they be the nastiest fucking ones. We went to a hotel. Yeah, also, 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 we grown. So I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Yeah. Well, I was like going to a restaurant and all of a sudden I got fucking roaches crawling up the wall. Hello? Like, am I in the wrong place? Like, should I come back tomorrow? Like, it's gonna be a new mm-hmm. place. Are y'all gonna be shut down. Like, what is y'all grade? Like, what? And I, I know I watch a lot of like Top Chef and stuff like that. So somebody even think I'm like bougie about that. I'm really not. My issue is if y'all are charging fifty, sixty dollars for a plate and shit, then y'all got a trust code. Y'all got all these rules and regulations. I got standards, bro. Like, I'm not saying I got roof for standards. Where it's like, okay, you can't come in here with a t-shirt. Ain't nothing like that. But a lot of the establishments in DC, they make these rules up as they go along. Like I went to one place in D.C. and they told me, oh, I couldn't get in with, um, I think I had on, this is at the time when it was cool to wear, I had khakis on. And they were like, oh, fuck no, you can't wear that. And I was like, what do you mean I can't wear that? They're like, oh, yeah, uh, this is against our dress code. White boy walked right behind me with, guess what, fucking khakis on. Walked straight through the door. Mm. I said, you know what? Ain't for me. I was mm-hmm. like, ain't for me. So, wasn't my crowd <laughs> wasn't exactly. for me <laughs> yeah, that, yeah if y'all don't like me I ain't got like y'all either I can just go the thing is if you don't respect my coin what's the point what is the point why am I here right y'all don't like me I don't even like y'all y'all food nasty anyway but it's okay um with that being said I, I think that's the end let me see we got two voicemails and we'll get up out of here let me see you really think Sean Wayne's funny to Marlon though you you obviously seen the Wayne brothers and you see don't be a menace come on I mean, ain't you seen scary movie? Marlon gotta be funnier than Sean. But yeah, I agree that Damon and Keenan is number one and two, and Kim from uh, In Living Color. I I think, let me me just go back to that. So, before we get out of here, um, when it comes to the Sean thing, I think the reason why Sean is funnier is because I think Marlon, just like Kevin Hart, it's all antics. It's all like, okay, how can you play up the joke? Sean shit, it's just like, it's, I don't want to say it's just funny. It's like surface level funny, which I can get with, right? Yeah. Like, I, I just don't need the shit to be like over the top. When I think of Marlon Wayans, that shit is over the top. His stand up, it was over the top. Cause like, you realize you don't even really got to say this shit, right? It sounds dumb coming from you, right? Mr. Like right. white chicks and shit like that. When I think of shit, white chicks. Yeah. Um, Marlon was funny in it, but the shit that he was funny for, it was because it was body acting. It was him wearing the, uh, like, in the dressing room, that, like, dressing room. It was him being like, a white girl, like, him playing as yeah. a white girl. That's why he was funny, but, and then, like, this is the thing. He's funny, like, his stand-up is not funny. At his all. acting, his acting role, yeah, I can go ahead. I'll give him that. White Chicks is the classic. Yeah. Um, Scary Movie. Scary Movie was funny, but I don't think he made the movie. He didn't make the movie, like, like, granted, like, his money, his money may have made the movie, but he didn't make the movie. Like he's not, exactly. he's not funny to me. Yeah. And what was the other movie? Uh, which one? I he, don't said, he said, um, he said, scary movie, and um, 
He didn't white say chicks. white chicks. He, he said, said don't, be menace. don't be a menace. Oh, don't be a menace. Yes. Yeah. That was all. That's a classic. That's a staple classic movie. But that be that's because Keenan Ivory Wayans was fucking directing the movie. Exactly. That's why the movie was funny. Like not somebody else was making him funny. Somebody gave him the the tools to be funny. That nigga's exactly. not funny for real. Yeah, he's not and, funny. Yeah, for anybody who is listening, I'm telling you, that man stand up is less than trash. I, I know that sounds crazy to hear, but hear me out. That shit is less than trash. This I think one of them. That's on Netflix, and you can tell a comedy, like a stand-up comedy, is going to be garbage when they're already doing crowd reaction, like five minutes into the show. It's like, wait, like, why are we playing towards the crowd? Right. Like, we should, you should be telling a joke right now, guy. He talk, he talking about right. people in the crowd. Hey, ladies, and it's like, Nick, what? Five minutes in? Oh no. Nah. And then they they came in the. Once you don't have to uh, start, go ahead and once you got to lay on roll call. No, yeah. bro. You know that this is bad. Or exactly. what's up, ladies? How y'all feeling? And what's mm-hmm. up, New York? And nah, once you gotta yep. do that, and you yeah. already you already started the show. Oh, nah, you're not funny. You're not. Yeah, you're not you're gonna t- make it through this special. That yeah, you were, to- that this was this was given to you on a platter. Like it's not funny. It's exactly. not funny. So, oh, we got three voicemails. We're going to get up out of here. Let me see. Well, let's listen to them. Oh, shit. Happy, 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 happy New Year. What's up? What's going what's on, going Jess? On Long time no hear from. Hey, my guy, what's going on, Greg? What's How up? y'all been, man? Man, man, it's good to see you guys. Uh, happy New Year's. Hope everything's been going well with you. Greg, I know that baby of yours is getting big, man. No uh, I hope she's more, doing bro. well. Jess, I hope your kids and family doing well as uh, uh, doing well too. Uh, just passing through the stereo streets, and I say, "Oh shit!" Uh, some of my good people's in here. Whatever, sure. Q Dizzy, man. Oh yeah, we don't speak about him. He off the list, bro. He, oh. he, he, he off oh, the list, sorry. bro. Yeah. Nope, no, 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 no. That's not where we're yeah. going with this. Let's yeah, we ain't, we ain't going. We ain't going with that one. Next voice, bro. <laughs> Yo, Greg, I'm so disappointed, man. Uh, since Kyrie done left New York, I ain't got no reason to be in the strip club no more. Me and Habibi, we trying to find another NBA player who loves frequenting the, the strip clubs here. But uh, it's icy out this motherfucker. It's definitely slip and slide out here, and I'm definitely slip and sliding. Uh, I got to find me a warmer place to live. But it's good to see y'all, man. Enjoy the rest of y'all evening. For sure, for sure. Oh glasses shoot! On. This is what I get for not having my glasses on. I'm sorry, Just. I don't even know you. I don't even know you. I, I thought you was somebody else. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, nah, that, that <laughs> my apologies. How you doing? Name. Nice it's to meet cool, you. Uh, nice let me give you a follow, just because you got to forgive an old man. <laughs> Lord, yeah. So that's Chrissy. This is Young Black and Bother. We still like Shannon. Right, we doing our show tomorrow. Yeah, we we doing our uh, show tomorrow for um, Loudmouth, but tonight we doing Young Black and Bothered. Just you know, it's been a while since we actually did this show, so we had to give the people what they asked for. Um, a couple segments are, are missing right now because I I have to wait for the new soundboard. So there's that, but hopefully we gave them a, enough of a good show. Um, I, I guess next week we can keep talking more about obviously DC. I, I want to start talking more about that instead of just like, all right, this is what Blueface done done or. or you know, like, look, um, that nigga know what to do to get this money. I'm facts. not a fan of it, but also, you know what to do to get the money. So, oh, yeah. for sure. <laughs> like, I, I sat and um, last night I had nothing on TV, so I was like, let me go and watch. Um, 
it was a reunion of, I don't know if it was Real Housewives or something, but uh, Brittany Renner was on. I was like, what the fuck? Like, we, we got. Like, you mean the John that straddle whoever the fuck that was that exactly. was on the radio or in the pocket? Yes. She on, she on TV. We, we've run out of people who actually have like talent and they're just putting people on TV. So then uh, what's, what's the girl name? Sukiana. Um, she apparently like they got, what's it called? Baddies East. I think that's what it's called. That that's the show that I yeah I, I found myself watching that and somebody be like Greg you watching trash TV yeah I am because um, ain't shit on um, when it comes to other TV I'm watching because I I guess like starting next week what we'll do is we'll talk about like what we're watching uh, I am watching the show called Reacher on Amazon Prime I've been watching that I think they're on like episode seven that's kind of fire um, what other shows did I say I was watching so Reacher is one um, uh, Halo is based on the Xbox game I watched that. And then there's a movie that I really hope people, if you get a chance to watch it when it comes out, I think it comes out today. It's called One Last Shot or One More Shot. Either one. But I want to say it's called One More Shot. Really good, like, action film. Um, I'm a really big, like, action movie person. So I thought that was pretty good for anybody who's into, like, action movies. Um, it's, think Extraction, too, if y'all know, like, Liam Hemsworth or whatever. Think that type mm-hmm. of style. So it was it was really fire. So I really... I'll give it like I'll give it like four out of five fireballs. It it, mm-hmm. it went on a little bit too long and it was kind of predictable, but to me the action I've never seen like a movie filmed in the setting that it was in for that long and it just be as good as it's been. So definitely go check out one more shot. Um obviously next week we'll have more to talk about, more topics, more things. Um if y'all are doing sports betting, um, you losing money like I am. So hopefully, you know, <laughs> in y'all prayers because I've been getting my ass handed to me. I'm not, past. but I'm gonna tell y'all what I'm watching. I'm gonna tell y'all what yeah. I'm watching. I'm watching all of us are dead because I love me a good K drama, and okay. then also um, Sweet Home because again, I love a good K drama. But it's all about zombies, <laughs> so that's my shit. And then also the uh, First Wives Club. That's actually a really good show, to be honest. I didn't think I was gonna like it, but. I really do like it. It was John like Joe Scott's character. Like she's a little, she a little wild in it, but yeah, like I, I, I like that show. And um, I think those are the only three right now. Oh, I was just watching uh that little. It's a docu series about uh Natalia, whatever the fuck her last name was, but a little girl that poses as a um a child, <laughs> and she's a whole full grown ass adult. You know, she basically is is giving real life orphan. Yeah, oh, you should watch it. It was okay. it was wild, and you know what? The daddy, I feel like that nigga's guilty on all fronts. But I haven't watched too many episodes for me to be like, yeah, he is. It's just his episode, his uh, his interview make me feel like he's guilty as fuck. So yeah, but in either case, <laughs> that's what okay. that's what I'm watching. That's what I'm 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 keeping up with. I probably should go ahead and get me some more shows though. So. Yeah, so uh, definitely, I think we need to have like an ongoing list of like shows that we either start together or we like people got to we got to start talking about. Yeah, um, most of the shows I used to watch, like I won't say they ended, but I ended them because they were just bad. Like I was watching Brilliance mm-hmm. and that, that just kind of like fell off. And then um, I do watch. Like you want that to be good. You want it to be good, but then you just mm-hmm. like ah, I can't commit to this because this is trash. It's garbage. Yep, like I know Chris, she watches the show like I do, and we got like a uh, hate for Lena Waithe and how like she had kind of like made mm-hmm. that show bad. So yeah, we, we can we can talk about that when it comes back. Um, also, um, Raising <sighs> Canaan, I do watch that. Um, oh, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely in the power verse. So I, I watch all of them. Um, and I'm just last, I can't do it. I don't know. It's always been, always been hard to kind of get back into, well, get into hood rat shit. I'm sorry, not hood rat shit, oh, but like <laughs> when you talk about like BMF and like uh, power and like ghost mm-hmm. and shit like that, it's hard for me to get into it because I'm like. Uh, these little wannabe ass drug dealers like they're oh my god <laughs> <laughs> it's hard it's hard for me to watch it but I'll watch it I only watch it if I got like some guy that's like we gotta watch pal we gotta watch this episode oh tonight. And I'm like okay I guess we gotta watch this episode tonight like I'm sorry y'all I'm boring I'm not boring no. but I'm boring when it comes to that so <laughs> Well, what we'll do is next week, obviously, we'll have some more shows. I, I ain't got nothing else to do this week outside of work, so I'm definitely going to be watching some mm-hmm. more stuff. I'll let y'all know. Um, but we'll have the show again next Tuesday. Hopefully, you enjoyed the show. If you do want to give us a follow, we're on uh, Young Black Pod on Twitter, and I think we're on Instagram still at YB Bother or Young Black Pod. Uh, just check either one. Um, leave us a five-star review. We'll read it live on the show, so there's that. Um, you can also check us out live when we do the show on Stereo. It's the Stereo app. You just go in your app store, regardless if you got Android or iPhone. Type in Stereo or Stereo app. It'll be the reddish-orange icon that looks like a smiley face. You can just join and listen to not only us, but everybody else who has a show on Stereo live. It's free. And you can add reactions. You've heard comments from other people, other listeners. We do play them live, and we react to them live mm-hmm. as well. So, again, like you're, you're getting all this for free. Um, until we start doing some advertisements. Uh, we do have two mm-hmm. coming up. We got a, um, starting in February, we will have Adam and Eve, so I can announce that. So we'll have Adam and Eve doing the Valentine's Ooh. Day promotion. And then we Ooh. have NordVPN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we got a, um, <laughs> I, I can't give them the entire spiel right now, but if it's anything like the last time we did our um, sponsorship with Adam and Eve, it will be basically a deal where you guys, if you purchase one thing from Adam and Eve, you get 10 free gifts for free. And it can just be anything. So say if you buy a pair of handcuffs from Adam and Eve, right, you'll get 10 mm. free gifts. It's usually like DVDs, body oils, um, uh, toys that vibrate, um, all, all, the, all the things, right? Um, I did a live unboxing. <laughs> um, this was like two years ago. I did the live unboxing on Valentine's Day. I was like, oh, this is all the stuff we had. So I think Shan had a box and I had a box. We did loudmouth and we had all the stuff that we had got from Adam and Eve. So I'm going to try to do it again this year and just use our code. I think it's YBAB and you get 10 free gifts. So I guess I pretty much told you I was going to happen. So when it comes to February, mm-hmm. you can get yourself and your, your lovely spouse or whoever you, your boo, your bae or the one for the night. 10 free gifts <laughs> by one thing. So <laughs> there's that. Um, again, for, the night. <laughs> for sure. But either way, <laughs> thank y'all all for listening. We will see y'all next week. Peace y'all. Bye. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. 
Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.